favorite part. Welcome back. Chris and Adam on sports uh, podcast. Uh, this is Chris Witt, Adam Schmidt on the other side. Yes, sir. How are we doing today, bud? I'm doing wonderfully. Yeah? Wonderfully. I like mm-hmm. it. It's an That's adverb. Nice. An adverb. Adverb. Is that really an adverb? I, I guess. It ends in L-Y. That's I, why. That sounds like it could be. I, is, is that the rule for adverbs, L-Y? That's the rule as I remember it. There you go. All right. Well, uh, so uh, as many adverbs as can possibly be used will be used today on this show. I think this should be called the Adverb Show now, just after that. Certainly. Well played. So we are cousins. We hear, uh, we're here talking sports. Uh, we're going to go over uh, – we've, we've gone over a few – we've been going over these uh, brackets the last couple shows, and, and we're getting into the Final Four. So we're going to go over the Final Four, what we think is going to happen. Uh, then we'll get into – uh, the beloved Chris Mack leaving Xavier, going to Louisville. Uh, that's my my team. The, the Xavier Musketeers losing their big coach, and then we'll get into the Major League Baseball opening day sp- tomorrow. Tomorrow or today most. for if you're listening, because we're this is yeah. Wednesday night. But uh, the Reds have already canceled their opening day uh, ceremonies and game, so it'll be on Friday. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see how it goes. All right, man. So what do you say? Uh, you want to jump in on this? See if we can get get done here. Let's yeah. let's go. Let's get right into it. Uh, Final four. I had UK versus uh, Gonzaga, and that's obviously not going to happen. So um, we're on on this out of the South and the West. We're looking at Michigan and Sister Jean. <laughs> Uh, the yeah, the sister Jean, sister Jean, sister Jean, sister Jean. She's got her own Nikes, man. Did you see that? The no, Air Jeans. I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, Nike. Nike made the Air Jeans for. Uh, her. Are they made out of denim? <laughs> With the you get it? Yeah. Jeans, jeans. Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> um, nice. Okay, Very so good. so your your pick for that game though. Um, you know I got. Uh, <clears throat> At this point in time, it's hard to go past Loyola. Loyola is just going nuts. But I, I, I'm going to continue to not pick Loyola, and I'm going to say that uh, that our friends over at Michigan are going to end up winning that game for sure. But that's just me. What do you think? Because obviously, out of the two of us, you are the basketball genius. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Uh, Pretty but, close. But <laughs> well, thank you for the compliment. Um, uh, all right, so so we know by now that Loyola Chicago is not necessarily a Cinderella team anymore. They're a legitimately good team. Yeah. Um, they they've beaten good teams from big conferences and and um, they've won. Uh, they they won their first three games of the tournament by a total of four points. They you know they can win close games. And then they won by twenty points. And then they won by twenty points. Um, they're uh, look they're talented. They actually you know by the numbers they match up with Michigan really well. Um, they they both they each score about the same amount of points per game and each allow about the same amount of points per game. Um, I I just I, I'm with you though. Um, I I for whatever reason I just can't I just can't quite get on with it's with Loyola Chicago. Um, just because I I always think that the team that they're playing is going to be better and I, in this case I certainly do with Michigan. Michigan's probably the best defensive team left. Um, in the tournament, even though Loyola Chicago is right there, and and really, um, you know, Kansas and Villanova aren't bad either, but um, but Michigan, you know, are, has have in the past been been known as more of an offensive 
um, basketball program, and right. they're they're a uh, they're as good a defensive team as just about anybody now in the country, um, thanks to John Beeline. Um, so uh, you know, I'm taking uh, I'm taking Michigan in that game. Yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, what's the guy's name? Wagner. Yeah, Mo Wagner. Uh, Mo Wagner. I think uh, he he kind of struggled uh, in their last game, um, but you just in that Florida State game, but um, you just you just feel like you feel like that that guy is gonna come on and and he's so much big he's so big compared to the rest of Loyola, like you said. They've been playing their butts off, and they've made it pretty far. Congratulations. Final Four is unbelievable as an 11 seed. So, But at this point in time, I think Michigan's ready to knock them off. I agree. Now, the big part, the big game, Mm -hmm. is this Villanova versus Kansas. Now, we both had either Michigan State or Duke coming out of that bottom, and what a game that was. Was that Duke-Kansas game was the best game of the tournament in my my mind? Yeah, it it probably was because of what was on the line and who was involved in it. Yeah, Um, I mean, it was the two blue bloods, the, I mean, you know, trip to the Final Four on the line, overtime game, uh, the, probably the, the, the most polarizing player in all of college basketball gets to take the last shot before overtime, and it goes in the basket twice. Yeah. It was in the basket twice before it came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grayson Allen, that was – I thought he, I thought it was in. I thought that was it. I thought the game was over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. I was rooting for it to go in. I, I'm kind of a Duke supporter. Um, You're an ACC lover. I like the you, ACC. You don't like the ACC. You love the ACC. I, I'm not. Look, I'm not Dick Vitale. I don't love the ACC, but Ooh. I like it a lot. I'll tell you what. If Dick Vi- Dick Vitale is definitely number one on that list, you're 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 on the first page. I'm putting you on the first page. I'll be on the first page. That's fine. Huh. I'll admit I'm i you know I I have no no teams near me <laughs> in the ACC, but I just like it. I think it's yeah. the strongest league from top to bottom. Yeah, I agree. Anyway. All right, so anyway, so great game. Uh, Kansas did their thing. Uh, ended up winning the game that uh, Newman, was that his name? Is that his name? Had all 13, all 13 points in overtime. Yeah. I mean, that, the kid just took it over. And that's not the kid, that, you know, you're looking at Azubuki or uh, – or Graham. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. He, he, was, he was incredible. He dominated the overtime, and he, you know, he had 13 of his 32 in overtime, and um, that's what it took. Uh, so Kansas moved on, and so did Villanova. So they match up now. Um, who do you have, Kansas Villanova? I love Villanova. I think Villanova is a team of pros. They go about it. I mean, they just go about their business every game and just take care of what they need to take care of. It almost seems that they can turn it on and off during a game too. Like you can watch them during a game, and it's like we get up, they get up by twelve, and all of a sudden team creep into six, five points down. And it's like, oh well, hey, hold on a second, boys. You ain't, you're not as good as you think you are. And they turn it on, and they just got so many players that can do so many things uh, on that team. They, I said before, I think they got three pros. I think they might have more than that. Yeah. To be honest, that Spellman kid is, uh, he could be, he could be a big man in the NBA. I mean, uh, DiVincenzo is 100% gonna go to the NBA. That kid's gonna be great. He's just got that attitude. And can shoot. They can shoot. Every every person on that team can shoot. Yeah, yeah. They're they're one of the best. They've made forty seven three pointers in, in the four games they've played. Wow. And it's yeah, that's one of the best. That's one of the highest 
uh, you know, three-point totals in of uh, from the first four rounds rounds uh, in tournament history. Um, they score. 127 points per 100 possessions so you know in the nba they're averaging 130 points because um, they're they have they, they have way more possessions um yeah. but that so they're they're as as high efficient offense as you'll see but they also take a lot of pride in playing defense too yeah um and they can they can play just about any pace you want to um and, and they can fill it up they just shoot it really well and uh, you know what's crazy? You say they have three, four pros or whatever. You know what I just realized today? What's that? They have no seniors. Is that right? They have no se- I didn't think it was right, but one of their assistant coaches said they don't have any seniors. They have three seniors on the team, but all three of them, none of them play. I think they might all be walk Maybe, maybe mean, that's what maybe they, that's they have three. They have three seniors on the team. None of them play. Okay. That, that, okay. But so Here's, so, your, here's so your total still. minutes for those three guys uh, this year. Oh, they average 1.3, 1.4, and 1.5 minutes for your seniors uh, per game. Hey, you know what? Uh, <laughs> contribution is a contribution, so good for those guys. Um, but anyway, yeah, so so your key players, your top six, seven players um, are not seniors. I, you know, a couple of those guys could, could come out, uh, you know, and enter the draft th- this year. But if they don't, if all those guys came back and Villanova huh. had the same – Top six or seven guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I mean you think about that team: Mikael Bridges, uh, Jalen Brunson, obviously one and two on that team. I think one and two on that team. Uh, Phil Booth, who is that? You're right. I mean, they have they're they're loaded. That Pascal Booth, Bridges, and Brunson are all are all juniors. If they all came back, one hundred. I, I think there's nobody. Uh, there's no chance that anybody is looking at anybody else to win a national championship except Villanova next year. They might year. go forty and zero next year. They could, that's not a joke. I know. That's not a joke. I, I mean, these joking. guys are they're going to be stacked. The, they might go thirty-eight and two because they're going to lose twice to Xavier. Let's get a coach first, and we'll figure that out. All right. So, who are you taking in that game? Villanova. Villanova. I I agree. I, I that you know. Kansas is it's like it's a lot like Michigan, you know, um they not the best team all year. They had some crazy losses, but they're playing great basketball at the right time. Michigan has rolled it rolled through the Big 10, they're rolling through this tournament. Kansas is doing the exact same thing. Um I just think that this Villanova this is the national championship game in my mind. Whoever wins this game will win the national championship. In my mind. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think if Kansas wins the game, I think Michigan has a chance to beat them. But I, I agree mostly. Um, and, I, and I think Villanova. So we both, we both agree that Villanova-Michigan in the, in, the, yeah. in the championship game. Whoever wins the Villanova-Kansas game will and, win the national championship. we agree, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind on that. Right. So there you go. All right. Well, that sounds good, man. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Um, and, and you know what else is kind of fun? What's that? It, it's really not fun because you have to do it. But what's also kind of fun is you get to see what a new coach is going to be like at uh, Xavier. Yeah. You know, I've seen it. I've seen it enough. I don't. I don't need. It's not. <laughs> it's not that much fun. Well, yeah, the same guy for the last nine years. Yeah. Um. So that's that's not a bad run. And it's and, a great run. And there. And you know, thinking back on it, there's only 
a few jobs out there that Chris Mack would have taken to leave Xavier. Mm-hmm. It's not like when Skip Prosser left or when, you know, even with, when, when uh, Sean Miller left, I mean, he left for Arizona. That's, it's a huge job. It's a very right? prestigious you know basketball I mean? program. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, Skip Prosser, is, is any Xavier coach going to leave Xavier to go to Wake Forest now? No, that's not going to happen, I don't think. Probably I don't, not. Well, any – Although they're in the ACC. So. Well, once again, here you go. Well, you would leave because then you could you could shake Coach Krzyzewski's hand twice Absolutely. a year. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd give him a great big hug. Maybe a little kiss on the cheek too. I could see I could see the hand creeping down below the belt too, <laughs> oh. on the butt. I could say, why not get a little, a little, little pat? Hey, good game, Coach. You know what I mean? Okay, I a sports it. pat maybe. A, a sports, sports pat? pat? Yeah. With maybe a slight a cup? Pat. With a slight cupping uh, of the hand? I don't know. I'm an introvert. I don't, you, I don't the know. The smile on your face right now <laughs> says a lot. I think I think if you got the opportunity, it might happen. <laughs> I, it's I, Coach I, K, man. I'd maybe try a kiss on the cheek and see how he responds. Okay. And then All go right. from there. And then, and then if he's okay with it, a sturdy butt pat. <laughs> What anyway, do you, what do you call the butt pat? Does that have a name? Like you know, you got a high five, you got the dap and the dab. And you all just that gave stuff. it a name. Is, what do you call the good game tap? I, you just you just gave it the a name. Butt tap? What was it? I don't even know what I said. We'll have to go back and listen, and find out. But I I, yeah, I, th- I I think that needs a name. I think it needs a, I think it needs a butt five or something like that. I mean, I don't know. I think it might just need to stop. No way. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Every time I'm playing anything, you just walk up, nice pat on the ass. Yeah, sometimes you know, it depends on how good the play was. If it was a really good play, you give him a good hard one. You know what I mean? Sure. Good hard smack on the ass. Sure. And as soon as you're done, you say, "Dang, go on, man, that is a firm butt right there. Congratulations." My, I always make sure that I tell them, whoever it is. I, yeah, I I know that you do, but um, <laughs> but yeah, now you're getting into a totally different thing. You're not a big fan of it, I can see. I, you know, I, how, have you? How many times have you ever given a butt pat after a game, before a game, during a game? Uh, probably a handful of times. Yeah, I, it's not that I that's, never have, but I don't. It's not I a lot. I don't like to make it a regular thing. It's not a lot. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm twice a game, just, so yeah. at least minimum. Some that might just be average. Whatever, just whatever comes naturally. That's right. So anyway, uh, yeah, but but to be honest with you, uh, I I I don't think a Xavier coach is leaving for a minor gig anymore you're, they're not gonna you're not gonna see him leave for providence like like gillen did uh they had model went to ohio state i put ohio state maybe in that category with louisville but it's not i don't i, I don't know that it's the same i think louisville's still a little bit better basketball program wise um the the history of ohio state's a little older than yeah you know what i mean that the, yeah. they were they were better a long a little while longer ago so right. um so yeah, I I think that uh, I think it's gonna be difficult. I think it's gonna suck. Uh, maybe it won't suck for the first year. I mean, Chris Max first year he went to the Sweet Sixteen, so there's a good chance that you know uh, you know Travis Steele comes in. I mean, our team is down. It's well, automatically you're losing Trayvon Blewett. So right. no matter what, you can't expect to be uh, put you know a top three four team in the country. You're not. You it's just not gonna happen. I mean, could right. it happen? Yeah, but. You know, we got a lot of good guys returning, but that star power is that 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 and go get a bucket any time is not there, Oops, right. except for against Florida State. But. Even if even if Chris Mack stayed, they wouldn't be as good next year as they were this year. Mack, the perfect storm happened. You know, Patino left. 
that was one of the bigger ones. They wanted Mac more than anything. They had nobody else on their list. I know they asked to talk to Kenny Payne, but I think that was more just maybe Mac gave him a, I'm not sure yet. And they yeah. said, well, we're going to go ask to talk to Kenny Payne. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, Louisville's a great school and good for him. I, I think he'll, he'll do well, but he, his, his, that perfect storm was Louisville losing Patino. They are, um, Xavier, is, Chris Mack is at his highest right now. He had his best team ever, uh, number two in the country or number three in the country. I'm sorry for a good portion of the year. Um, number one seed, won a big East, uh, won a big East title. I mean, it's, it was a perfect storm. He, his stock had never been higher. Yeah. Good so, for him. So, so what's his, what's Chris Mack's legacy? Is he the greatest coach to, uh, ever at Xavier? I th- yeah, I'd say without a doubt. I mean, he was the one who was here when we moved into the Big East. Um, we've had a lot of great coaches at Xavier, and, and they've all moved on. He was <clears> – but, yeah, I would definitely say that he was probably the – he's been my favorite coach. In the beginning, I wasn't quite sure about him when they first hired him, but I think that's just with any any coach. Um, and he uh, – I think, I think his legacy is without a doubt that he's the best coach Xavier's ever had. Yeah, I, I'm a sucker for a hometown guy. So, you know, and he, he, he grew up here. He's a, he's a Cincinnati guy. He played at Xavier. He played at St. Xavier. He was a GCL guy, which, mm-hmm. you know, means That's something us. to me too. And, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, he played at Xavier, and then he, he came back and coached, and he he's a huge Bengals fan, and he loves Skyline, and he, I mean, he's total Cincinnati guy. Yeah, so. he's one, I mean, he's 100% Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, so, so that's, I, I, <clears throat> for that reason, up until the last week or two, I really didn't think he was going to go anywhere. Now, I, the more I read about it and the more I hear people talk about it, this has been this has been inevitable almost for a year now. It's even maybe even longer than that. that yeah. Apparently, Louisville has been ha- has had their eye on Chris Mack for a while. There's some interviews where, from like three or four years ago, where they were talking about when, if Patino ever retires, would that be some a job? And he, you know, without saying, you know, it's the greatest job in the world. You know, he was basically came out. You know, I would love to, I'd love to be able to have an opportunity like you know to follow a guy like Rick Patino. Blah blah blah. So, yeah. Um, so, but what happens down there with them? What, what happens at Louisville with Chris Mack? You know, you have the FBI investigation, which might be another year or two before you really know what's going to happen with that. They have but no ban. Uh, you know, he's, uh, from what I understand, he, he's met with the team and they all love him and, and it seems to be pretty good. They're not, they're not, you know, everything seems to be good there. I haven't heard anything about any of their recruits going anywhere. I don't know what their recruiting class looks like this year. I don't know how much Dave Badger got out and did anything. But um, it, it, it seems like they're just going to move on, and, and I think they're going to play the same style that, that you saw at Xavier. They're going to be running run and gun. They're going to try to get up and down the court. Um, the only difference is the guys that turned him down to go to Louisville, now he's, he's going to be able to get them. So yeah. one thing, Xavier's never had a – never recruited – well, they've recruited, but they've never landed a McDonald's All-American. They had one in Drew Lavender, but he was a transfer. Uh, he transferred his junior year. But that that's the kind of kid that he can now go after and, and, and feel like he's got a good chance at, where that wasn't the case always at Xavier. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm forgetting. What conference does Louisville play in? ACC. Oh, Imagine I didn't that. even realize. 
Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so. Okay, dick. <laughs> Vital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, gosh, that guy's the worst. Uh, I mean, the best. He's getting a little old. Yeah, he's. It's about time. You mean, yeah. I it's mean, about he, time. He got a little old a long time ago. He's been old. Um, <laughs> okay, so, so, okay. Just very quickly, maybe one or two best Chris Mack uh, moments at Xavier, best and worst. So my f- one of my favorite was probably the uh, the uh, couple years ago when Villanova was ranked number one and came into the Centos Center and Xavier knocked him off. Uh, being that at that awesome. game, the uh, cold chills thinking about it, the the electricity inside the Centos Center that night was amazing, and they. They withheld every Villanova punch, and and that was that was like the okay, you know what I mean. It, this was not a old Xavier team that beat UC in a crosstown shootout. This was it was the start of a rivalry between not rivalry, but the only rivalry we're gonna really have besides Butler in this Big East, the top two teams. It, it put us in with the Big East. We belonged. Yeah. Um, that you know uh, the Elite Eight run last year was amazing because. His, he had two stars out for a while, and Blewett and Sumner were hurt. Sumner didn't play at all in the in the tournament, and they they came together as a team. And he did an amazing job coaching that team. Got him to an elite eight as an eleven seed. You know, right? You know, same same. I I don't think they were exactly the same kind of eleven seed as as Loyola mm-hmm. Illinois, but right. same deal. Um, I th- those are my two favorite. And you know, like I said, his first year coaching, he went to. He went to a Sweet 16, so now. Yeah. And beating oh, and beating Sean Miller, that was the greatest. Last year, beating yeah. Sean Miller was awesome. That was that was so great. Yeah. Okay. So you already mentioned who I think your favorite is to replace Chris Mack. Travis Steele. Travis Steele. Yeah, I think I think that that's the safest bet and the smartest bet. Xavier doesn't need to go out and make any kind of bombshell hire to shake things up they just need to keep things going as is be the best for recruiting be the best for the kids in the locker room now i i think that would be the best move xavier could make and they did not announce him going to louisville like they did luke murray and mike pegues already so he's taken luke murray and mike pegues with him but uh, i haven't heard anything about travis Steele. so i would say travis Steele for sure for sure, that's the one I would come. want. That's okay. who I would want. Okay, okay, and and it's I think it's, Xavier Xavier Nation wants that. The only other guy out there that Xavier Nation talks about is Pat Kelsey. Once again, Cincinnati guy, GCL guy, went to Elder. Um, uh, you know, is I think he I saw something the fastest coach to get to a hundred wins or something like that. Um, I mean, he's he's done real well, uh, but I. I, I think I would love to see Pat Kelsey come back. He played at Xavier once again, that kind of a deal where you probably got him here locked up unless that dream job comes. You know, one of those monster programs, one of the top five, six programs in the country comes open. But, you know, we're at a uh, point now where we're at, we're in that second tier. I put us in that second tier. You know, you have your, your top six teams that are that top tier guys, and then you have probably – 10 to 15 teams under that. I, th- I like to think that we're in that 10 to 15 team uh, mark now, and I think we've been there for a couple years. But I don't want to mix. I don't want to mix anything up. Keep the kids happy. I mean, it's not about the kids because the kids are only going to be there two, three more years. But it 
It's it's a smart move. It's what Xavier's always done, minus the Admata and. It might help with with whatever recruiting has been done already as well because Travis Steele does a lot of that anyway. Right. He does a lot of that recruiting anyway. Yeah. So if he stays there, he may be able to, to retain you know some of the guys that have already committed and, and some of the guys who are already interested. So. We don't have the greatest recruiting class coming in next year anyway. So you know it's uh, it is what it is. It's yeah. it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I, that's what I think about it and. I'm about done with it. Be honest. I'm done with this Chris Mack thing. Let's get this new coach hired. Let's get it in. Let's get it over with and move on to next year. And that's what I meant. It's kind of exciting. Like now, you, you know, you, you get over the you get over the blues of losing Chris Mack. It, that stinks, but um, but it's kind of exciting to see what a new guy's going to do. Even if it's just Travis Steele, who's been around for a while. He's been yeah. the associate head coach for a few years. And, um, he's you know he's been he's what been the difference is going to be and yeah. and you know how much fun's it going to be. Like yeah, I, I think it'll be a blast. I'm I'm excited. So we'll see. Here it goes. That's well, my that's, that's college basketball talk. That's about enough college basketball talk. It. Tomorrow is opening day in Major League Baseball. My Red Legs are not playing due to rain, so they'll be playing on Friday. Uh, however, it, it looks like it should be a pretty fun year. What do you, what do you think about the year uh, coming up? What what's, what what are you looking most forward to? First of all, just let me say that this is without question my favorite time of year. Because you have college basketball, the tournament, the Major League Baseball season starting, the NBA wrapping up in the next few weeks, it's regular season and starting the playoffs. Um, most people only pay attention to the NBA playoffs anyway. So um, <laughs> th- this is just my spring is my favorite time of year because you have these basically three things all going, going on at once. all at once. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and, and baseball starting up every year is certainly, um, you know, is certainly very exciting. Um, even if your hometown team, ours is being Horrible. the Reds, is going to be bad. It's probably not going to be very good. No. But um, but still, baseball is baseball, and we we are both baseball fans. We're not just Reds fans. Right. I fans, just love baseball in general. You, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, so anyway, we yeah we we kind of took a look at uh, the. The rest of the major league, uh, you know, of major league baseball, and kind of decided who we think uh, may win each division, who who the wild card teams might be, and who might win the World Series. So, so start it off, man. What do you think? Let's go. Let's go with. Uh, let's start in American League. Uh, what What do you think? I, I mean, there's a lot of guys, a lot of teams out there. I mean, you have the the Indians, the the defending champion uh, Houston Astros out there. Uh, to meet in the Yankees, who have this might be the best the best power hitting team of all time yeah so uh i mean they they're gonna they're gonna hit some bombs yeah uh in the yankee stadium so the bronx bombers are without a doubt back what what is your what's your what's your team what what do you think's gonna who who do you have let's just start in the uh in the east so so like you said the yankees the yankees are gonna be really good and they're gonna have a good lineup and they have really good pitching they might have the best bullpen in major league baseball um I'm taking the Red Sox in the East, not only because it's still difficult for me to um, give the Yankees any credit. Sure, but but I um, hate the Yankees. Yeah, that's easy. Uh, but but you gotta you gotta try to pick with your head, not your heart. But uh-huh. uh, but still, even even having said that, the Red Sox, I think I think have a more complete team, just barely um, between between their lineup, their pitching, and um, and their bullpen. You know, their starters in their bullpen. You know, I, I don't know. I, I just I like what they have 
as a whole. Um, so here's the thing. I Mookie give Betts, them the East. My boy. I love Mookie, Mookie, Mookie Betts. Betts. That's probably my I, favorite player on that team. I, uh, I made a probably gigantic mistake and um, declined him as a keeper on my fantasy team <sighs> yesterday. But I have some good other guys, but I, I, right. I probably should have kept him. Anyway. What did um, you come in last year in fantasy baseball? Um, Where did you finish in that Hallocane League? I, it wasn't first. I know that. <laughs> No, it wasn't first at it all. It wasn't first. It wasn't last, I don't think, because I. Uh, but no, it, but it wasn't. I cli- it wasn't at first. the end. I think I climbed out of the cellar. Yeah, I think I got the second last. <laughs> um, Ninth's not bad. It's not tenth. <laughs> Single digits, brother. That's what it's all about. Anyhow. Yes. Um, anyhow. So it's it's definitely a two team race in the in the American League East. But who do you take in the American League East? Uh, as much as I love my Boston Red Sox, and they are by far, uh, I love I love the Red Sox. They're my second team. They're my American League team. Have been for ever since Nomar was there because he's got a big nose like mine. So, uh, but this Yankees team is. I'm, I don't know how the Yankees are. I don't know. I think the Yankees and who whoever wins it, the other will be the will be the first wild card team. I, I think totally I, I think without a doubt. Yeah. So but yeah, I, I, I think I think it'll be the Yankees. They're just they're just stacked. That lineup is there's not a hole in their lineup. It's ridiculous. So it'll be fun. That should be interesting. Uh yeah. all right, let's go what about, so let's get out of the east and uh head over to the central. This is to me this is this is gonna be a runaway. I, I think I agree. I think, I think we I think we both take Cleveland, right? Yeah. Cleveland the I mean with Kluber and 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 the offense that they have. I mean, they they just. This is the third year, maybe fourth year of of this core for Cleveland. Um, that's been together. You know, they got almost got there. You know, two years ago, uh, Miracle Cub. You know that that was right. destiny for the Cubs. They were destined to win that that World Series. Um, so yeah, I think I I. Cleveland, uh, you know, spoiler alert, they're, they're actually my uh, World Series. I, I think they're going to win the World Series this year. I think this oh. is their year. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. rooting for Cleveland. This is – I'm keeping it in Ohio. The Reds stink. Let's go. Let's go, Indians. Sure. Okay. What All do you right. think? What do you So you got the, you got the Indians as well? Right on board with you. Yeah. 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 Uh, so moving on to the American League West. This is a fun – this is a fun division now. There's some, there's some fun teams in this. So what do you think, though? I mean, obviously Houston is the front runner; uh, they're the ones everybody's going to going to jump on uh, the bandwagon to. But but what do you think? So so yeah, so I, I think I think Houston because because they're the defending champs, they're going to bring back. You know, they've got Dallas Keuchel and Justin Verlander as their as their one and two. I mean, there's you know that's pretty much right there, buddy. You get into the playoffs, and sure. that's not bad. Sure. Um, you know, and they had some of those young guys that you know a few years ago they started stockpiling, and and they're coming to fruition. They did last year, and um, so they're you know they've they've got they've got some players, some position players um, that can hit, that can field. Um, so I think they I think they win the West. Although I, I think easily the AL West is the best division, at least in the American League, maybe in maybe in baseball. Yeah. Um, I like the NL West too, honestly, um, but. Um, so, but same deal here. The I, I've got the Angels winning the taking the other wild card spot. Do you? So, so I've got the Yankees and the Angels in, in those two wild card spots because I think the other the, the other one comes from one of those NL West teams. Well, so LA in 
I think you might be right, and and I think the Angels are great. I think Houston takes this division again. They just they're they're that good. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Texas have a little comeback from last year. I mean, they have once again. I mean, offense. Their offense is very good, and uh, you know maybe you Darvish figures out how to throw again. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, they got uh, they got the kid. Uh, what's that? What's the kid they signed who was the greatest offense? Offensive player and and uh, isn't that Otani? Didn't didn't uh, the Rangers sign that Otani kid who pitches and hits? Uh, um, the the Angels. Oh, the, the Angels, Angels got did. that guy. The oh, Angels okay. did. Yeah. All right, well, he, now I might switch it up. Now I might switch my pick. <laughs> right. Well, he had a bad spring. He did didn't, he? he didn't hit or pitch well in spring. But yeah. but and they're trying to figure they I, the Angels still don't know whether they're going to let him try to do both. Yeah. From what I heard today. Um, they still don't know. I think they're going to try to let him pitch first. And That's what most most of them probably maybe work yeah. him into to a DH spot or something. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the Rangers. I I, I think I I think that I'm I'm going to go. You know, just you know, hot take hot take Chris over here. There we go. Yeah, I'm going to take the. I'm going to have the Rangers uh, is the uh, second AL wild card. Okay. It's a little out, a little out there, but you know, I I I think they're going to have a surprise season. We're pretty close because I, the the Rangers were right there with me, um, for me too. Um, so I've got the Red Sox in the East, the Astros in the West, Cleveland in the Central, and then the Yankees and Angels. And I think you had the same thing, except you had the Yankees in the East and the Red Sox and Rangers yeah. in the wild card. Exactly. Um, so we're pretty close on that. So anyway, flipping over the National League. That's right. Now, now we get into my side of the world. Let's let's we're gonna start. We'll start with the East. What do you think about that? About the East. Uh, this is another one I think is pretty much a runaway. Um, I, I think the Nationals are uh, are going to win this one easily like they have the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really see anybody else. The Mets might be okay, um, but I don't think they're going to – I think the Nationals have their this starting Washington, This Washington good. Nationals team is, again, it's it's a loaded team. They're, they're a loaded team. They're – Top to bottom, I think that they are the best offensive team in the National League, and they they got you know they 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 can pitch. So yeah, I I agree. I think the Nationals run away with this. Um, it's hard to say that you think the Mets might might come in second in that division, but it, it'll be a, I bet it's it'll be a ten game difference. Oh, yeah. It'd be my guess. I agree. I agree. So anyway, um, so let's go on to the Central then. I mean, this is this to me seems again like a kind of a runaway. I don't know about a runaway because I think Milwaukee's got a pretty good team this year, uh, but I think the Cubs I, I, they yeah. still got that core. Um, they lost Arietta, but they I mean their starting pitching's still good. You still got Lester there, who apparently has learned how to throw the ball to first base on a bounce. Yes, have you seen this? I heard about it. I haven't he seen it yet. He has been throwing the ball to first base. On a skip, he has been. Is it working? There's bouncing no the ball to first base. Why not? Because you have to get the bounce exactly right, or else you're putting the you're putting the first baseman. Can you imagine being much. a first baseman and having oh. to scoop every single oh throw over? Please, I would I would hate it. Although I, if he's throwing if he's practicing throwing over anyway, and he's that bad. Maybe the bounce is better for them. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it's I I don't see it working in real game situations. I mean, great if he can figure that out, but I, I think we're I think uh, hopefully 
the Reds will steal. Uh, Billy Hamilton will steal like three bases every time they every time he plays against Jones. We'll get into that a little bit later, but I don't I don't know how much you're going to see Billy Hamilton on the field even this year. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, anyway, so we both think that the Cubs are going to win that, um, yes. and I, Milwaukee is one of my wild card teams. So okay, uh, I'm, I'm I got Milwaukee in, as a wild card um, team coming out of the Central. Okay. Uh, about the West. The West, I, I, much like the American League, I, I think the West is the best uh, is the best top to bottom division yeah. in the National League, um, and and I take the Dodgers. I really like this Dodgers team. I know not a lot of people like the Dodgers, but I I really like all their players. Now they're they're. I don't know how you can't like this Dodgers team. Yeah, I, they've they've got a bunch of a bunch of really good young players. I was just that say, a the lot crap of good young guys. I, I really yeah. like Cody Bellinger. Um, He's one of my favorite guys to watch. Uh, Seager. Corey Puig, Seager. Puig, if he gets his head on straight. Uh, yeah. I like Puig for a year. Puig's yeah. worn out as welcome to me. But yeah, he's yeah. still fun and he's exciting. But they, they've got a lot of talent on that team. I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I, I think the Dodgers win this, win the win the West as well. Now, now to, to stay in uniform with what we've been doing, for me – the I've got the Dodgers winning the West, and yeah. the two wild cards are Arizona and San Francisco for me. You have both of them coming out. Yeah, San both Francisco making out. that making their comeback this year that quick. I do, even with, and, and it's tough, but even with Madison Bumgarner starting, yeah, on the on the, on DL, the DL with the broken hand, yeah, and uh, Jeff Samarja too. I mean, two of their top three starters are starting the year on the DL. So I think it's not going to be easy. It's a long season. It is. I think I got Arizona as a wild card as well. I think Arizona uh, is my second wild card. Um, St. Louis was my – I was going between St. Louis and Milwaukee, but um, I think Arizona actually has the first wild card and then Milwaukee will have the second. That's my – opinion but yeah uh that that san francisco team i'm just i'm not i'm not sold yet i i gotta i gotta see it it's hard it's hard it's a hard deal to do i mean you see it it does happen quite often where you get a team who's worst team well i don't think they're the worst team but they're pretty darn close and uh they might have been the worst team in baseball but i think they were last year but it's a long it's a long road and they barely edging out the reds they spent a ton of money they did a ton of money, and they brought they brought McCutcheon in, who I still like a lot, and they brought Longoria in, who can probably <laughs> still play a little bit. Um, McCutcheon needed needed this change. He, yeah. he he needed a change, and I, I'm hoping it sparks him because he's a he's a fun player to watch. He is, he is, yeah. And, and they're going to be an older team, but but they should be good because they still have Belt, they still have Crawford, they still have um, they still have Hunter Pence, you know those guys that have been around a while that that won a lot of games with them a few years ago. Right. Yeah. Well, and that that sounds good, man. So uh, so so go ahead and go over it. So you had uh, uh, so yeah, Washington and Washington in the East, um, the Dodgers in the West, the Cubs in the Central. I think we agreed on. We all agree those, on right? all three of those. Right. Our, our wild cards, are, I think, are different, but but right. we agree on all three of those. Right. So yeah, my wild cards are Arizona and San Francisco. I got Arizona and Milwaukee. So we're 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 close. Yeah, pretty close. These. I think I think uh, I think this. I think coming into it now, I can almost guarantee you this: something crazy is going to happen. Sure. And half of what we just said is going to go down the drain. Sure. And the re- it, the it, Reds are going to win the World Series, even I though would, we, we both think they're going to. The Reds are not. I don't think they're going to be as bad as everybody. I mean, they're going to be bad. They're going to be bad. I, they have a lot of young pitching. It's just when is that young pitching going to? When's that switch going to flip? And it's different for everybody. So. Uh, 
you know, their their starting rotation right now is um, technically set. Do you think that they will start? Do you think that they will run out like seven guys? Or do you think they're going to stick with the five and just keep it a five-man rotation? I hope they, they keep it a five. I, I don't think – I don't think it makes sense to to do a seven man. I um, I agree. I mean, you just it's, it's I, really a lot of downtime. Have, yeah, they have six because Desclafani's hurt until May or June. I mean, he's out. He's out until almost halfway through the season. So, um, not even I'm not even thinking about him yet. Um, but Homer right. Bailey, hopefully he can if he can stay healthy and kind of get back to wh- when he was at his best. Um, he can be a, a kind of top of the rotation i mean right now he's our ace but he's i don't think he's our ace I, he's he's yeah. starting opening day because of whatever because brian price wants to say uh, the veteran deal he's been there he's thrown no hitters which means nothing at all mm-hmm. to me for starting opening day right. uh, our best starting pitcher is luis castillo yeah yeah i mean that yeah. kid that kid's electric he's fun to watch he he should be number one in my book and he might end up being he he might end up being because Homer Bailey could get hurt on Friday because he had to take an extra day because his his uh you know his rest period and stuff is all messed up because of the rain and he had to and then he's gonna mess up his elbow a little bit and then who knows yeah. and then it's a lingering thing and he misses he's only gonna miss two starts and then it ends up being three or four and then it kind of well we're gonna shut him down for a little bit and work on some rehab and we'll see him in two years. <laughs> Just keep collecting that check, brother. Keep collecting that check. I mean, good for him. He got his money, but I, 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 I when he signed that deal, I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Homer Bailey as a person. I didn't like him before. I mean, he might be an all right guy. He just always seemed to be a little extra cocky. I love cocky guys. I, I have no problem with like your Manny Ramirez's or your Puigs or anything like that. Uh, but there was a, it was an arrogance maybe about him that I, I, is a, that's a little different to me. Yeah. So. Anyway, so so you got Bailey Castillo, um, Romano, mm-hmm. Big Sal. I like I, I, it's He's just going to be an innings eater upper, but mm-hmm. that's what they're hoping at least. Yeah. But he had a good spring. Yeah, yeah, and he he showed some signs uh, last year, you know, of of being a capable starter. Um, you know, but he's he's still he's another you know almost all of these guys are young, are have had cups of coffee in the last year or two yep and, but that's it so really i mean even with castillo he looked incredible in, in the time we've seen him but he's still so unproven because we he's still so young he's you know he's he's pitched less than 100 innings in the major league i mean he's yeah you know he's yeah. there's there's a lot to prove for a lot of these guys um but you know that's the thing. Uh, maybe in this th- this Reds team could be one of those teams that that you one. see once in a while where they've got three or four really young guys that nobody knows about, and they all end up pitching really well for most of the season, and they, they compete for a wild card. The, yeah, I'd just sure. be happy to see them compete. But I think that they, I mean, they've got the offense. So, but here's the deal. Uh, I wanted to because Brandon Finnegan is going to be a key starter on this team. Is he ever going to pitch again? What's tell me what you think? I I I would love to see that that guy go out. He's like a bulldog out there on the mound, um, but it just seems something. It's it's almost like the Homer Bailey syndrome, man. Yeah. So so yeah, he he's going to be back. He's they they're talking about possibly because that fifth, he'll be that fifth starter right now, and they're talking about um, that's going to be because of off days. 
um, is he, they're not going to need him until like the second week. Um, so right. so it's 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 April 9th, I believe, and he could he could be activated for that game for that start. If not, though, honestly, for me, I know, and I know he he came out on fire a couple starts last year and then dropped way off and was bad right. last year. But Amir Garrett, I still love that guy. I, that's that was my next question. Uh, even with with Disco and Finnegan out, how is Amir Garrett not not considered in this role? I mean, they, te- I mean, from what I understand, Price has put him in a bullpen to start. Well, he has, but if, fin- if Finnegan can't go. From what I understand, he's going to be taking. Be he's going to make that start, and who knows? It, it might be, and it's it's from the sound of it, it might be that one start, and then he's done because Finnegan will be back after that. Right. But and, and that's the other thing I don't love is that he's going to be the long reliever in, in the bullpen. So that means he's never going to pitch, or he's hardly ever going to pitch. Well, on or, this team, he well, might pitch more team, than everybody. He might pitch more than everybody. <laughs> but <laughs> he's going to be that sixth starter on accident. On accident, um, exactly. But uh, yeah, so I I, re- I still really like Amir Garrett. He's another one of those guys that you know he he got some some starts last year and he like i said he started out great and then he fell way off and he just got knocked all over the place and went back down and and he's still trying to figure it out but i just love he he has that aroldis chapman body yes he's built like him he looks he throws like him kind of not that fast but still i mean he just he just has that really athletic really long left-handed pitcher that you just like scouts salivate over yes and it's and i still love him for that and i i just i think he's still got a a long way to go to to grow into being a consistent pitcher and stuff but i'm still really excited about that guy we don't have a lot of left-handed arms right i mean there's we we don't have a lot of left-handed arms so you know besides peralta finnegan's out amir garrett's the only one that might be another reason why he wants to keep him in that bullpen because you know you (laughs) When Peralta, who in in all reality is probably going to be your setup man with Lorenzen seven eight, you know if you need an out against a left hander in the sixth inning, it's going to be Amir Garrett at yeah. this point in time. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, um, and and that might and and you know the bullpen changes as much as anything as anything on the team because it's you know usually you have you hot hand yeah you'll have your Iglesias and and. Um, Peralta maybe in Lorenzen, but beyond that, the rest of those guys, whoever performs is going to pitch, you know, and it's, so if, if if you have a couple other guys that, that Brian Price starts out with pitching in the sixth or seventh innings a lot, um, and they don't perform, Amir Garrett's going to get a chance. And if he pitches well, if he gets outs, then he'll get that spot. And then if, if, you know, Lorenzen struggles, maybe he goes up to the seventh inning or Peralta struggles, maybe he goes up to the seventh inning, maybe he goes up to the eighth inning. And then, and then you have that left-hander, and then you, you know, who knows? Maybe you end up having that left-hander in the eighth, or you know, right-hander in the ninth with Iglesias, and yeah. um, and you and you got your back into the bullpen. But um, for right now, the plan is for Amir Garrett to be the long reliever, and I'm, I, I just would like to be able to see him pitch more often. I'd love it too. I think the kid needs to get out there and pitch. Uh, it's almost one of those things where I wouldn't. You know, last year it hurt him when they sent him down. He was great up here, and they brought him right back. They took him right back down, and he never, he was never himself again. Uh, you know, so I, they're gonna figure out. He, he's got, he's got it. You know, what I mean, he's, I he, think so. he's got it. It's just a matter of getting him going. All right, so let's go to the offense. So this team has lost. They lost. They lost Cozart from last year. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. who's now playing third base in Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, they're not going to take Angleton Simmons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, but that didn't. Yeah, I, I guess I never really even thought about that. Uh, good for him. I, I think that's a good spot for him. He's he's got great range. Obviously, uh, you know, be able to play short. It wasn't the best range of any shortstop in Major League Baseball, so third base probably fit him well. Very accurate arm. So he was solid though. Very solid. Very solid defensive. All right. So the only it's the only guy you're losing, and and uh, Peraza steps in from the the year that Cozart had last year. It's obviously going to be a step down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, this team. I mean, this team is really pretty much the same. I think uh, let's start in the outfield. Price is talking about doing – he's uh, made it known that he's going with a four-man rotation in the outfield, and everybody's going to pretty well get the same amount of games in. Yes. Good or bad? Um, Can you do this? Can this be done? Well, I don't think everybody's going to get the same amount of games in. It's, it's going to be because at least one of those guys is going to struggle, and unfortunately it's probably going to be Billy Hamilton more than anybody, but – and we'll get to that in a minute, but um, I think I think Winker ends up getting more time than Shebler, um, and if Duvall really struggles, maybe even him. Well, yeah, but uh, I think at this point in time, Duvall's the best. Duvall's the guy that's not coming out of this. He's the one that's going to get more games than anybody, just off of probably. what we know about all these guys. Uh, Duvall's proven it over the last two years. The guy, I mean. I, I I think there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, Duvall's not coming out. It's 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 this Hamilton Shebler Winkler deal, and I really like the Winker kid, um, especially because his name's Winker. That's an awesome name. So <laughs> he's good at winking, I guess. Yeah, I and Shebler, uh, you know, that's another goofball name. But you know, I, I, Billy Hamilton, little Billy, little Billy. He uh, <laughs> quick as lightning, great defense. He's got a very strong arm, but. He's not showing me that he can hit any better or even put a bunt down. No, I agree, and I, I am hearing more and more that he might be he might be the odd man out on more days than, than we originally expected, but I, I'm not crazy about that. I think even if he hits about like he has the last couple of years, I think he still needs to be the everyday leadoff. Lead, well, not necessarily, the everyday center fielder. If you don't have to hit him leadoff – but you want his glove. I want his glove, and, and I want you know any time he gets on base, it's it's almost really it's almost like getting on base twice for another guy because he can he can make you know it's like the old Ricky rally. Yeah, if he right, could just right. walk, you could have a Ricky rally. He'll be at third base in two pitches. Exactly, <laughs> and that was the whole deal. You know, you get a Ricky rally. Ricky Ricky Henderson uh, walks. You have runs the second, runs the third. Next thing you know, it's one and one count, and you got a guy on third. And you have John Lester, and he's gonna throw, he's gonna bounce a ball over to pick you off there at third base, and he throws exactly. it by a guy, and and then you score. But uh, <laughs> no, but but no, for that reason, I still believe in Billy Hamilton very much because he's as good a center fielder as anybody in the league. He is, um, and he's as fast as anybody in the league, and that me, I still think that's. An, an extremely Man, useful tool. Uh, speed is speed is great. The, the the speed is the speed on the bases is one thing. It, the, but he is you got if you can't get on base. I think Joey Votto has proven that getting on base is the most important thing in the world. I don't care. Sure. I don't care how fast you are. If you can't get on base, it doesn't matter. And he can't get on base. Can't walk. He, he's he. Uh, he he doesn't walk. 
the kid's fast as lightning, struggles putting a bunt down, uh, gets into fly ball happy mode for two weeks at a time. I, I like Billy Hamilton. I think he's so much fun. Um, even if you bat him seventh is, is – you know, two thirty that terrible, and the, but it's still the it's still the the thing that gets me is the fact that he just can't get on base. I feel like people's expectations of him are are what are what hurt because uh, he he's hitting the, his baseball card, brother. There's no it, it's over. He's had enough time. He's well, gonna hit the back of his baseball card. The, the expectations are that is what I'm expecting him to hit two thirty. Well, that's what they, that's what I mean. That's what they should be. But people are still talking about and maybe that's maybe the discussion is well then he shouldn't hit leadoff you know that should be that. that should already be done I'm but, but t- I, he, he does not he should not be leadoff because it's fair enough yeah I don't but so. but but the thing is it wherever he's hitting in the lineup when he does get on base he's a lot I mean he's worth a lot more than most other players that do get on base more because because of ground of you know a base hit is usually two bases. All right, so well, well then why not a shallow how, how, a shallow fly ball can score him from third? You know, yeah, I mean, I mean and, and it has, and we've seen it. Uh, he's tugged up from second and attempted to score. So p- pitchers pitchers make bad throws. If a pitcher has, if he you know gets really gets a hold of one and dribbles it back to the pitcher, a pitcher are scared to death that to not beat him, to not have his throw beat him, and he throws it and and. Other play, you know, position players do that too. You yeah. know, a ground ball. Everybody hurries. He can he can beat out a ground ball, or he or he can force. So a hit a ground ball. Throw. Then hit a ground ball. Sure, right. He can do a lot of things. He can do this. He can do that. He just doesn't get the opportunity to because he doesn't get on base. So 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 then, if he's that important, to be honest, how often in a game do you need that? I mean, uh, something you need it every single time. Well, every, he, run. every run. Yeah, every run. Exactly. Counts. So so then. I, I think you're going to see him a ton on the bench in pinch running situations in the in the eighth ninth inning. Uh, you're going to see whoever Shevler get on first or you know uh, Suarez hit a single, and you're going to see Billy Hamilton come in. That's exciting to me. That's exciting. That's where I Billy Hamilton should be is going to be the best pinch runner in baseball. That's what he's going to end up in my head. I don't think he's anything better than that though. I love the guy. He's a great fielder. He's a, he's a Gold Glove center. Fielder. He's a go, he did he win a Gold Glove? No, but he's a Gold Glove Potential center fielder. Gold Glove he center fielder. He is a Gold Glove caliber quality center fielder. I think uh, there's no question about I, that. Oh, I me, agree. Me, no, no, no. I completely agree with that. The catches he makes are ridiculous. He's got a strong arm. Uh I just if you can't get on base, it just kills me. But, and but, the most important yeah. positions are up the middle. Shortstop, second, Center field defensively, you can lose a lot of runs up the middle. I agree that you need somebody there, but I think that all four of our all four of our outfielders are are pretty good defensively. None of them are Billy Hamilton, no. But uh, three extra runs a year isn't going to kill you. Sure, I mean, I think I think Billy Hamilton scores you a lot more of those runs that you wouldn't get from. Even a guy that gets on base more, I don't. No, think I don't. I don't he, know about that because I he gets on base so he, maybe about even. <laughs> okay, maybe about even, possibly. Well, how many runs did he have last year? How many times did he score last year? I don't remember. So, off the top of my head. Uh, uh, let's see. Last year, 
It wasn't what everybody wants to be. I know that. Of course, yeah. 85 runs last year. He scored 85 runs last year. Which is not bad. But actually, it's, it's really good for how much he gets on base. <laughs> that's that's my point. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'll give you that. But but go to like a guy like Suarez. A-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-A-N-U-
that still might be more valuable than if Scott Shebler gets on base three times out of those three games or four times okay. out of those four. So getting games. on base maybe, but Shebler's there, – there's more than just you scoring a run. You being in a lineup is more than just you scoring a run. Sure, there's you, you scoring a run and there's you driving people in. That's the way runs are – that's where runs come from. Sure. So – Maybe he doesn't score as many runs as Billy does. And Shebler obviously has a ton more power, and that's a big thing. He's going to hit the ball out of the ballpark 30 times, 20 or 5 Winker's going to be the same way. And, and that's fine. And Winker is probably the most the, – is the most complete player of all four of the all four of the guys, or yeah. at least has the highest ceiling, and you know, everybody's so. expecting yeah. him to be the most complete player. So, And that's why I think he'll get he'll, – I think Winker will definitely end up getting more time than Shebler. I I, th- I think he will too. I, I think in the end you're going to see him get more time than Billy. Probably because Billy's going to get hurt again because he's a frail little guy, and that's what happens. It's a long season. Um, but I, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I think we will just agree to disagree on Billy uh, Hamilton. We're not that far off. I don't no, think, I don't think we are. But we have a little different idea yeah. about it. All right, so okay. we're at an hour here. We're we're yeah. we're pretty close here. So real quick before before we get off of this, I do want to go. I do want to talk about the catching situation because. Uh, Tucker Barnhart had a great season last year. Um, played in 121 games. He hit 270. Uh, he, he, I mean, I think he had uh, 20 home runs. What do you have? No, he didn't. He had seven home runs, but still, he drove in, drove in 44, uh, 44 RBIs. That's, that's a pretty good year. He had a good year for a catcher. Yeah. For a catcher, uh, Mazzaracco is behind him. Does if Mez, can Mazzaracco stay healthy, and if so? Will he beat out Barnhart as a starting catcher on this team? No, no, because what he gives, he doesn't give you the much more than than Tucker Barnhart does, um, totally, completely, offensively and defensively than Tucker Barnhart. Um, you know, Mezzarocco proved a few years ago that he has some pretty decent pop um, when he's healthy and he's hitting well. Um, but Barnhart, you know, it's it's not it's not like he's hitting twenty, twenty five, thirty home runs. He might hit 15 or something like that, which is great yeah, for a catcher. But 15 and 50, uh, I think, is about where his ceiling—maybe not a ceiling, but that for that'd be a good you mean, year, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And, and and Barnhart, he might not have the same kind of pop, but he's he's a good. You he, he hit 270. You know, yeah. I, um, he he's a he's a good contact hitter. He'll he'll get on base a little bit. 347 on base percentage. Yeah. I mean, he you know he was eighth on the team in on base percentage, and that's including some pitchers. So yeah, I mean, he was you know. Let me tell Fourth. you, Tucker Barnhart is my second favorite player on this team because – Is it the beard? No. It's it's because he reminds me of Ryan Hannigan. Yeah. And I, I – Only a much love. better defensive catcher. This Ryan Hannigan was as good a defense – Oh, Tuck, Ryan Hannigan I agree. outstanding I, I don't disagree with you. Tucker Barnhart, if he starts on this team and plays the entire year as a starter, he will be the Gold Glove winner in the, in the National League. That's and that's a, I, he's the kind of guy that could be a Gold Glove winner for years to come if he keeps hitting two seventy two seventy five uh, and stays in the starting rotation. He's a uh, Yadier Molina. I think he's a better defensive catcher maybe than Yadier Molina. Um, the guys, the, he he is he has got a an arm. He's he does. There he's nobody steals on him. Nobody even attempts to steal on him. He's the so kid good. is – he's the best defensive catcher uh, I've seen in a while. 
So I, I, I really, I think, I think he stays there. I, I, I think Mesoraco ends up being a, a good backup, you know, and, and I think he'll get into a lot of games, but it's just not, I don't think he'll ever be the same. He's got two fake hips. He's like my grandpa. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. And I'm fine with that. Cause I, I, Barnhart has taken over the catcher role and he's, he's, he's awesome. He reminds me of Hannigan because he can, he's a, a good enough hitter. He can get on base a little bit. He's super, he has those catcher, he has those intangibles that you want catchers to have. Really smart, really tough. Yes. Like he just has that. that he just, just like, looks like a tough son just, of a bitch. Yeah, he? just like that smart, tough baseball guy. Just like yeah. that, you know, he, he'll, 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 he loves getting dirty. He grows the beard. He's yes. like, I mean, he's just a, he's just like one of those just baseball guys. He just it looks like he lives, eats, breathes, sleeps. I mean, I just. I love it. Love you know what? I real quick before we get out of here, I my new thing with baseball now is facial hair. The baseball players by far have the best facial hair. There are so many awesome, just straight mustaches out there right now. <laughs> uh, there, there's, I mean, the beards are ridiculous, obviously, are ridiculous. but I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's going to be a fun year. I'm excited to see what the next uh, Fu Manchu is, uh, or who's got the porn stash, but. Uh, there's a few of them on these pictures that had some some pretty good-looking porn stashes I was looking through uh, the other day. Uh, Austin Bryce had one going. It was uh, some ugly, ugly sons of guns. But there you go. Anything you want to wrap up on these red legs before we get before we get off of that? Uh, where do you see them finishing in the division and uh, around where they'll be record-wise? You know they're. Are they? Uh, I think they'll 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 win. Uh, if they win eighty games, you know, what did they win? What did they win last year? What was their record last year? Oh my God, um, two and one eighty. <laughs> I mean so two and one sixty. I I believe that this team is. Uh, I believe this team's better than what people are giving them credit for. But I don't believe that they are anything special. I mean, the, you're not going to see 90 wins or, yeah. you know, anything like that. If they if they hit 80 games, I'd be happy. Um, I think they went. For, I think it was they had they had was it 60 60. I was going to say I don't think they won some wins. Yeah, it's 60. Yeah, I mean, if it, I 75 to 80 wins, I think that's probably what you'll see out of this team. I'd love to see them win more than that. I'd love to see them get to 85. And just make it fun, and you know, make it make it look like they're trying to go after a wild card. But be honest, honestly, they're not there yet. They're still young. Yeah. Uh, they got a good core on the field. Rotation wise, is what wins games. Rotation wins championships in baseball, and it's fun to see what could possibly become of Castillo and a guy like Amir Garrett and a Brandon Finnegan. But at this point in time nobody's proven anything so yeah you what do you think yeah i I, i'm with you there i i I think they maybe they have a chance to be a little better than than last year but if i think that means somewhere in the 70s maybe low to mid 70s or something like that um and and that'll be okay uh, because i expect them to struggle a little bit um because they're so young and they're pitching exactly what you just said um, and I don't. Their bullpen is still is is except for the very end of it, 
Except for Iglesias, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I like Lorenzen. I think Lorenzen's good. When he gets off the DL, he'll be good. Yeah. Uh, Peralta uh, came out and and, and pitched. He, he was very he was relatively consistent last year. I, I, the back end of their bullpen, I'm not worried about. It's the Shacklefords and and the Hughes and 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 yeah. uh, uh, this guy that what was his name? Uh, Quackenbush. Quackenbush. My mess. That's it. <laughs> My favorite name on the team. I knew you were gonna like that. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I. That's gonna be a struggle. Middle long relief will be a struggle. Um, hopefully, we don't have to get into that very often. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's let's win. Uh, like in the early mid two thousands, let's win some games ten to nine. And uh, there you go, buddy. See what happens. That's exactly right. All right. So. Uh, we're going to take off, get out of here. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Uh, we will be uh, on iTunes here shortly uh, as soon as they approve us, which is a little nuts. I didn't know we had to be approved, but apparently we have to be approved. So should be on iTunes soon. Uh, YouTube for now. Uh, subscribe. Hit the like button. Listen. Tell us what you think. And uh, appreciate it. We're still working on the right name, so keep your keep your uh, name suggestions coming. I appreciate we've got we've had about 110 suggestions so far. There, 109 of them are really good. Yeah, so we just gotta we just gotta figure out exactly what we're gonna do. So keep them coming. Chris and Adam on sports uh, had a great time. We'll see you next next time. Probably not next. Maybe about a week and a half or so. We're thinking, yep. uh, and we'll get into some more NBA postseason and more. Major League Baseball. Yes.